Hello and good morning, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Existential Healer podcast. I am the Existential Healer and I am bringing this reading to you. Um, hi, how you doing? Good morning. Um, today's theme, I guess, is innocence. Um, I already have a card on the table. It's baby, the card baby, and it says reconnect with your innocence. So we might be talking about inner child, but I really want to focus on being an adult and still obtaining innocence within your life and the difference between innocence and being naive. Um, so with that being said, um, settle in, get comfy, get something to drink. Um, remember that this is a collective reading, so try to tune into the information being given if something doesn't resonate with you it is not meant for you that's okay not everything is meant for you um but yeah with that being said i first of all wanted to start off with a passage in um a book that i tend to go to when i want like spiritual inspiration i guess it's called original self um by Thomas More. He just has really cool little passages on different aspects of life, but um, in this chapter or whatever, I don't even think they're chapters, he says, uh, naivety and cynicism mark the failure to achieve innocence. So, like I said, we're learning the difference between being naive and being innocent. Um, To live an ethical life and to feel comfortable with oneself it is necessary to achieve a degree of innocence. We may think it's mature to be cynical or immature to be innocent, but most of us need to feel liberated from the weight of heavy karma, free of guilt, and in some way guileless in the eyes of the world. Um, Naivety, again, I apologize if I'm saying that wrong, I'm doing my best. Naivety is the failure to grow up and enter adult life. Americans are naive in many ways, sometimes identifying with noble values while acting out in outrageously self-serving and violent ways. Um, our, Our naivety blinds us to our actual values and to the disasters that we inflict. So, um, we as people, as human beings, he talks about Americans specifically, but I think that overall as humans, um, tend to act selfishly and then act innocent when we're being, um, held accountable for said actions. Whereas if we were acting out of innocence the entire time, we wouldn't be in the situation. We wouldn't be naive enough to commit said actions and we wouldn't be cynical enough to um, be able to emotionally, again, commit said actions. Um, So he continues to say, this is not to say that we are all villains or that we do no good, but we are deluded by an innocence complex, a false self-image that is cleaner than the facts than the ones that the facts show. We believe ourselves to be innocent, and yet in every sphere we act corruptly. In many cultures, corruption is an art, but we want to have we want to have it both ways. We want a clear conscience and the freedom to act deviously. Um, the result is not only to confuse those from other cultures who have to deal with us, but in the depths of our hearts to deprive us of the genuine innocence we need. Um, this is 
um, depending on like how you practice spirituality or whatever, if you believe in the works of the devil or just negative spirits and how they sort of kind of test you or push you in negative directions sometimes, um, false innocence or being naive can be one of those self-limiting negative thought patterns um, that we can get stuck in because again it's kind of like a cop-out or like um, making excuses for our behavior and um, like co-signing poor behavior just because we're like oh I didn't know any better but really there's usually an element where you knew a little bit better in one way and just decided not to follow it um confusion about innocence has disastrous effects on our behavior and attitudes if we do not feel innocent we may be give, we may give in to cynicism and then all values become irrelevant um so if we don't feel empowered to feel innocent then we may just assume that we are evil or bad or just can't get anything right you know there's a lot of people with that mindset of okay, well, if I can't do this right, then I can't do anything right. So when we don't allow our innocence to breathe and exist, then that's when we find ourselves um, pushing negative narratives on ourselves. Um, Yeah. So to continue, it says, um, in alchemy, after a long and difficult process of sorting and uniting, a white bird is pictured flying out of the retort of transformation. This bird may be seen as the innocence that is achieved after a long struggle with temptations toward corruption. That's what it is, temptation. So, um, again, in, like, religious practices, temptation is the work of the devil, okay? He puts temptations there in order to keep, like, get you further from God. Um, But I think temptation can come from a lot of places. I think that we can even give temptations to ourselves out of lack of wanting to evolve um anyways um this kind of innocence arrives only late in the process after much toil and experiment it is hard one but it is a sign of the soul's evolution okay so here is where he brings it all home innocence won only after years of struggle toward a deeply ethical life in a culture torn between naive ideals and cynical behavior allows one to accept oneself absolutely to forgive oneself for past ignorance and stupidity and to breathe the invigorating air of qualified purity so it all comes down to our intentions in life um why are we doing the things that we do and um are we doing it because we want to are we doing it out of habit are we doing it because it's easier um in my opinion it's much easier to um be a shitty person okay it's very easy to be a shitty person especially to others especially to myself um so I think that being a shitty person a poor community member or just a asshole in a relationship is one of the easiest things you can do because again like I said there's no evolution of the soul in that role you are accepting like you're accepting that sort of personality behavior as your own um you see it a lot in young men today where it's like oh that's how i was raised so that's just how i am that sort of behavior that is naive ideals that's also cynicism um yeah there i think that innocence innocence um comes in when we talk about how we are 
responsible for what we do, of course, but we are not all-knowing. Like, if your intention is pure, then whatever you did, you can't be upset with yourself. And um, to keep away from the cynicism starts with self-forgiveness, and keeping away from being naive or ignorant um, starts with wanting to know more, wanting to learn, wanting to understand, and being able to be open to understanding new perspectives and knowing you don't have to hold everything that everyone tells you. Everything that I'm telling you today, you don't have to, um, it doesn't have to change your life. You don't have to keep it with you or anything, but the fact that you're sitting here listening to someone speak about their perspective shows that you are thus open to new perspectives and open for evolution. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm going to start pulling cards on this innocence and see um, if we can get some more information. Um, and we're just going to see, like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to ask a question yet. I just want to see what the cards have to say about innocence. What does spirit have to say about innocence? So we've got beginnings with Goddess Tara and Prince Pentacles. I'm going to read um, beginnings out of the book just because I don't know who Tara is. Um, but all of the major arcana in this deck have a goddess to go with it, which I think is super cool. But anyways, beginnings. Tibetans believe that the goddess Tara has the power to heal all sorrows and grant all wishes. Tara is honored as the protectress against the many fears that block men and women from living in happiness and harmony. Meaning, innocence which protects new... Oh my god. <laughs> new beginnings, optimism optimism and innocent trust okay so spirit says um that innocence comes from trusting once again that you are a pure person whatever mistakes you've made um you made them that's it you made them okay but we're not living when you made those mistakes we're living with today so it begins now with being able to trust yourself to make good decisions today um Guilt tripping yourself for the rest of your life is not going to give you anything or the people that you hurt anything or whoever was at fault when it came down to um, your ignorance. Like guilt, shame, fear, and um, <clears throat> just like anger. I wouldn't say, I'm not going to group anger in, but guilt, shame, and fear serve us nothing. They give us absolutely nothing. And it was crazy because last night <clears throat> I was thinking, I was like in my room or whatever and it was kind of dark and I was kind of at the point where I was like, why am I afraid of the dark? Even if there's something lurking in the dark and it can take my life, it's going to take it anyways. Like there's no point in being afraid because it still happens or it doesn't happen and I just don't have to experience the fear. You know what I mean? Like letting go of having to hold on to, um, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it was kind of innocent trust in that whatever it is, whether there's a monster here to eat me or whether there's not, whatever 
is existing in my reality right now, I'm meant to to experience this so why don't I just innocently just live through it and let it happen whatever it is so I don't have to experience that fear element I can get rid of the fear because no matter what again if there's a monster in my room it's probably going to eat me no matter how afraid I am like that's not going to help me in any way same with shame um if you've done something that you feel shameful about um you did it like your shame is not undoing it you know what I mean your shame is not um undoing however a something happened however you said something whatever it is that you feel shameful about it doesn't undo the shameful incident same with guilt it doesn't undo whatever you feel guilty about you're just experiencing this emotion and usually especially with shame fear and guilt you experience it at such a high volume that you're not really able to experience much else like you get bits of joy and happiness when when happy things happen you know what i mean but you um you're so focused on guilting yourself and making yourself feel bad for something that you did um, that you don't really get to progress out of that. So that's why forgiveness is really, really huge. Begin- beginnings kind of point us in the direction of forgiveness because it's like starting over, being like recognizing that at that point you were a person who was okay with making that decision. At this point, again, because if you feel guilty or shameful, you no longer okay with, are okay with your actions, okay? So the fact that you even feel fear, or I mean, shame or guilt is that is proof enough that you're already evolving but don't get stuck on that point you no longer align with what you once did that's fine you can, you're allowed to change and evolve i think that's the whole point of life um but the point is not to evolve into guilt and and shame the point is to evolve past it and realize why making those decisions were so harmful um, why it's so important to have your intention based in, with, within yourself because um, no, no one else has anything to do with you. No matter how much you love someone or care for anyone, they have nothing to do with you ultimately. They might add to your life and that's a great thing. They might take from your life. Either way, your intention being based within yourself allows you the ability to live for yourself, Okay. And um, if you have guilt and shame surrounding things that you did to yourself or situations you put, you put yourself in or situations that you just you didn't actually do enough, no matter what, feeling those that way is not going to change the situation. Um, <clears throat> but the forgiveness starts with you. If, it, if you literally did it to yourself, you can forgive yourself. And I think the same goes with other people. If you where if you if your guilt or shame surrounds another person and how you made them feel you can try making amends but if you don't think that's going to bring the actual peace um into your life because hurt people hurt people then forgive yourself for them do a little ceremony do whatever it takes to rid yourself of these feelings and regain this innocence that we're talking about today because um liberating yourself from those feelings that you've been holding on to for so long and re-engaging with innocence allows you to find this beginning allows you to feel renewed allows you to act 
um, accordingly to how you what you actually resonate with, how you actually feel about life. But as long as we're holding on to our guilt and shame, we are assigning like a name badge that I am a shameful person, I'm a guilty person. No, you're not. You're just experiencing guilt or shame and you haven't been told how to walk out of that. Um, we also got the Prince of Pentacles and I think whenever I see the Prince now, I the Prince of anything, I sort of just get this idea of innocence and maturity and um, immaturity. You think about boys growing into men at this prince age where they're you know they're like teenagers or whatever and especially for boys and men if you identify with that gender or anything um growing up in this world you sort of have to choose between innocence and i mean you have to choose between being naive sorry that word is really hard for me being naive and being cynical like you're either a man's man or you're a mama's boy okay that's in my experience that's usually what boys are given the option of being and um the two sides of the coin usually look down on each other because one is emotionally deprived and the other one is like either physically deprived or whatever the the two just see faults in each other but they're both missing the point of being innocent and um kind of like not giving in to having to choose a side that's kind of the whole idea of life right now and society and stuff is that we have to be someone be something and if you're not the most righteous version of yourself then you should be guilty or shameful or fearful um but yeah so we've got this version of maturity over here so you're kind of at the point where you either choose maturity or immaturity and maturity means grasping your innocence and this is sort of like a mentality that you will have to work for i apologize if you can hear construction noises in the background um we're gonna work with it (laughs) um but this is a point again that you have to consciously be active in your in your journey and um, take yourself past your limiting beliefs. This is a point where spirit is telling you that you're going to have to be an active participant in this part of your journey. It's not going to come easy, just like we were talking about with alchemy. You're going to have to experiment with what it feels like and start accepting the idea of innocence and um, holding yourself accountable. When are you feeling naive and when are you feeling innocent? Knowing the difference. If we still don't know the difference, feeling naive might feel like um, if you've ever seen a child kind of like sink into their shoulders or look up like with the top of their eyes, you know, like the puppy eyes look, um, or they say, I don't know, you know, they obviously know. Okay. So being naive is kind of like accepting ignorance. And I agree that ignorance is not always one's fault. It's just a lack of information. Um, but sometimes we, um, accept ignorance instead of accepting fault and we just act like we're ignorant so holding yourself accountable in those in those times again you don't have to feel shameful for for being ignorant or being naive um it's just kind of a challenge to you from your soul from your soul's evolution and journey point of saying okay are you really do you really want to feel naive right now or maybe can you feel innocent and admit to your mistakes if you, if they really truly are mistakes? Or maybe you can admit to um, the outright cynicism that you've committed or 
that sounds really like tough or whatever but um maybe you did something out of being jealous or being petty or someone just really got under your skin you felt that anger um do you really feel that way or do you just want to let that go okay do you want to accept this beginning and do you want to reclaim your innocence (sighs) so um yeah i'm gonna keep going with the oracle deck and see if we have any more messages about obtaining innocence getting comfortable with innocence what this innocence means to our soul is exciting um so we've got fire spirit energy number 17 um we've got mystic meadow sanctuary number 26 and elves playfulness number 15 um so fire spirit fire spirit and energy um a few days ago on the podcast i talked about how um Caring for yourself and soul evolution and spiritual evolution always brings in new energy. You feel replenished. You feel like you get your energy back, your innocent energy back. Um, I remember, like, as a kid or just even watching children um, play with themselves or whatever, you see a lot of energy. Like, it's always divine curiosity and energy and... Um, I don't know, I just, I remember having that at one point in life, and then not having that, (laughs) and then I started kidmating to, like, my spiritual evolution, and I kind of found that coming back, I found my energy coming back to me, and I was surprised at first, but then it made sense, because I was no longer being drained into the feelings of shame, guilt, fear, anger, etc., etc., um, when you accept this innocence and you, when you start acting out of intention instead of reaction, um, you are, like, no one is claiming your energy without your permission. You are literally sending your energy to specific points and keeping the rest for a different point, you know, and to be in control of your energy is such an amazing thing Um, because, again, it's so hard, especially in this world, in this society, you can see it just walking down the, down the street. It's so hard for us to be able to claim our energy and say, yeah, I, you know, that's me, I did that. Um, yeah, energy. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that, but continuing on, Mystic Meadow Sanctuary. So this one... Um, right before playfulness, this one is sort of telling us that, um, we're going to learn a lot about our innocence when we go within, when we go into meditation. If you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, it was about extreme self-nourishment and creating space within yourself. Um, and I kind of gave the kingdom example, whereas if you were to rule over your body as if it were a kingdom... Um, and making sure that the people are treated fairly, that they have, like, temperate climates, you know, according to our emotions, making sure that they're nourished with water and food, and, um, 
whatever else it is that they would need, you know. So this Mystic Meadow Sanctuary idea is, um, I think that innocence and imagination kind of go hand in hand. Um, if you're able to use your imagination with this sanctuary idea and um, create your your sanctuary and um, even just challenge your imagination, like I was talking about earlier, is opening your idea, your mind to new ideas and new perspectives. Um, walking in the meadow or doing things for no reason um, or doing things to be not to be productive but just to experience them that is where innocence kind of finds its its like solid form Um, in this card we see three animals there's a fox a big grizzly bear and a rabbit with like this king's garb on (laughs) And I don't know what the rabbit's doing, but with the three animals, again, when you can observe nature or animals in any way, you once again are being able to see innocence in its true form because, um, I'm not going to say all animals, I don't know if that's really true, but most animals don't have ulterior motives, um, (laughs) Uh, yeah, you just, you get to see innocence, like you get to see motive out of just experiencing life. Uh, animals don't plan their lives out. They don't want bigger caves or bigger hut or holes. Um, they don't want really anything. They just kind of experience things and they're innocent in this world. Um, because they literally are just here to exist. And it's kind of cool. I've been learning about like animal communicators lately and how they use telepathy to speak to animals. A lot of people do it in like veterinary work where an animal is sick and they will, um, the communicator will go through their energy field and see if there is a physical illness or if there's an emotional illness. And I didn't really realize, but like a lot of animals have mental health issues. If you sit and tell your dog every day that it's stupid, (laughs) it kind of adopts this like idea or this persona or this like um yeah just idea of itself that it is a stupid dog and then it has this like hurt um I won't say ego because it's not coming from ego but it just has this skewed view on its own capabilities and then it seems to act in correlation with that idea and so this is like an innocent creature being met with an a, a human who has an ego and is acting out of um immaturity or whatever it is I don't know I think that this card is just trying to tell us that there you can learn about innocence again if you're not grasping it um you can learn about innocence in a lot of different ways if you watch if you look at babies if you look at nature if you look at animals there's a lot of different ways you can really experience innocence and try to develop it into your own life um and then we have elves playfulness i feel like i know where this is going but i really want to read it out of the book because i haven't gotten this card yet um number 15 okay so it says the elves have invited you to dance with them under the stars and moonlight the music begins and you twirl and leap with glee Elves and fairies dance around you, and the wild spirit of the night fills you. All inhibitions dissolve, and you giggle with delight as the spirit of playfulness embraces you. Um, Allow, here it is, allow your inner child to play. Embrace your innocence. If you have been taking life too seriously, this card reminds you to lighten up. 
All that is required of you is to enjoy yourself. If your responsibilities and hard work have clogged your life force energy, it's time to give yourself a break and have some fun. Nurture your spirit by doing something unexpected, madcap, or even silly. Uh, The greatest gift that you can give the world is your joy, so make play a priority. Like fairies, elves are diminutive beings that live in the forest, meadows, and hollowed-out tree trunks. Um, There are accounts of elves throughout history and in every country in the world. Many people attest to having seen them playing in the woods. In some traditions, they are thought to be gleeful tricksters with a reputation for a reputation for pranks and mischief. Allow this joyous energy into your day now. Um, the spirit of the of the elves say, "Embrace your innocence." Oh my gosh! <laughs> Embrace your innocence. Let go of heavy responsibilities. Give yourself a break. Nurture your spirit by doing something fun. Joy is as important for sustaining yourself as the food you eat. Um, yeah, I really like that card. Um, like I was saying, like inner child work is also very important when it comes to innocence and liberating our inner child um this can look like drawing this can look like listening to music just having sort of like that element of light airy joy that kids have like I just remember it being a Saturday and you can watch cartoons like Saturday felt like a week long of just getting to do whatever I wanted to do um so maybe healing my inner child looks like giving myself more Saturdays to do whatever I want to do and for no reason you know what I mean there's just if everything you do has a reason give yourself something to do that doesn't have a reason and that's a super weird thing to say but think about it I promise you might come to like a new understanding or whatever but on top of the inner child it's with the outer adult that Innocence can also be accepted. It doesn't have to be through the inner child, but just being an adult with innocence can add so much to your life um, because, like you were saying, you let go of certain responsibilities. Some things just really do not matter. Some things do not matter. Um, Know the difference. Know what matters and know what you're holding on to or what you're doing because someone told you to do or because you're doing it out of habit, but it no longer serves you. (sighs) Sorry, I'm out of breath. Um, there was something else I wanted to say with the elves card. But, yeah, just leaning into that urge to be silly, to be reckless, and if anyone looks at you like you're weird, just know that they haven't experienced innocence yet. So, you can feel, once again, you can feel guilty or shameful about being silly out in public or whatever, but... Just know that people will look at you because they don't know what you're experiencing because they have not experienced their inner child, unfortunately. Um, um, Yeah, so continuing on with that, I'm going to pull one more card just because, 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 because. Um, Whispers of Healing. What is just one last message from Spirit Um, as far as healing goes, as far as... Okay, attaining this. Okay, so we've got four cards. Should I do all four or should I put them back? Okay, yeah, I'm going to put them back real quick. That was a lot right off the bat. (laughs) Um, Final advice for obtaining this innocence. 
Okay, so this one came up the first time. I'm glad it came back. It is... Oh, there's two still. Ah! Okay, so Replenish and Triggers. Those are the two cards we got. And it's number 9 and number 31. So the triggers um, visually on this card are all in bubbles. Um, You can see like the experiences of the same woman... Um, throughout her life there's a child there's a younger woman a middle-aged and like a really old woman I think possibly a dead woman not like dead dead but like a symbolism of death or whatever um triggers and they're all in bubbles so we're thinking about popping these bubbles attaining your innocence can mean popping your bubbles popping your triggers um because when you pop a bubble it dissipates it no longer exists so reacquiring your innocence or just acquiring your innocence your alchemical innocence in this life can start with your triggers like i was saying earlier we do a lot of things out of habit or reaction um whether it be guilt shame or fear again um if you dissipate or you pop the bubble the trigger that makes you feel guilty then it no longer exists. You will no longer feel guilty, okay? Um, If you pop the bubble that, or the trigger that makes you feel angry, you will no longer feel anger, okay? And we might have multiple bubbles for multiple um, feelings or whatever, but this is the time to start working on these things, these triggers. And like I was saying earlier, again, this is a conscious process. You have to be present. So sorry for those dogs. Um, You have to be present in the process of getting rid of your triggers. That's not something that you just like pray away or you have enough stones or herbs for. Triggers are a mental thing that you mentally have to work on ridding yourself of. This is going to be hard work. Just like the book said, this is going to be challenging work. But you are capable of it. We know that. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Um, it's just, it's the message right now is about choosing yourself, choosing yourself and choosing your healing, choosing your divine, um, ability to evolve spiritually, energetically, emotionally, even physically. Okay. Um, allowing ourselves to have innocence and ridding ourselves of fear, shame, guilt, et cetera, et cetera, can rid many physical ailments that we deal with. Um, I've talked about it before, but the body carries the score. There's a whole book on it, but, um, the emotions that we attach ourselves to without questioning can reside within us in physical ways. So when you're thinking about your kingdom again, if you're having like headaches or stomach issues or whatever, the people that live in that area are not having a good time. Okay. It's not, I don't, I don't know if I would consider my people to like be in pain or anything, but they definitely could do without the pain, without the whatever it is that you're experiencing. So, um, healing your physical pain might come, there might be spiritual answers to your physical ailments, is kind of what I'm saying. And then um, we also got replenish as a final little advice piece from Spirit is replenish. I'm going to read this one out of the book. Number 31. <clears throat> Okay, it says, it is not possible to be happy or at your best all the time. Having depleted energy 
or off days is a natural part of everyday life. However, it is how you manage those times when you are energetically low that is important. It is imperative to take care of your emotional energy just as you take care of your physical well-being. This means addressing depression, fear, mood swings, anger, or feeling drained of energy. Having strategies for coping and replenishing yourself, such as an exercise program. Identify ways of regrouping and gaining control of your energy. There are benefits to scheduling a day each month that is just for you. This day can be whatever you would like it to be. Sleep in, watch a favorite movie while enjoying a favorite treat, make a dinner date with a friend or just catch up for a chat. Doing something that makes you feel good will help revitalize your energy. When you are in a healing process, depression can be a challenge. Make sure you take steps to address depression early on. Talk to people about how you're feeling and if you need, get help organizing time for something you enjoy. Just like I was talking about my Saturdays. That could be, you know, that's the same thing in different words. is reserving time for you to feel that innocence and feel that just space to exist and not have to be anything to anyone, okay? Um, A beautiful woman unwinds in satin sheets while a bustle of activity goes on around her. Take care of yourself. It is up to you to replenish your energy. The color lilac represents the future, your imagination, and your dreams. Lilac is grounding. It also inspires and enhances psychic ability and spiritual enlightenment. You are resilient. You will overcome anything that comes your way. A difficult period is diminishing and moving into your past. Um, I think that overall, just accepting the ability to replenish and the ability to rest and just be still and let the world turn for one day without you having to be in it, um, is so freeing and allows you to, um, it's kind of like practicing the idea of just not having to exist or matter to the world so much for one day gives you freedom the next time to um, be like, yeah, this really doesn't pertain to me and my life, my world. Um, The whole thing with like creating your own sanctuary in the meadow, it's kind of like living in the world that you want to live in. There were a lot of things, social media specifically, that I had to get rid of um, in order for my world to be peaceful. Now, I do like to be aware of current events going on and things happening, but like climate change for me, okay, I'm going to overshare. Climate change is, like, a huge trigger for me because, again, since I was a child, like, I was terrified of the world just burning up. Like, I saw the 2012 movie or the 2016 movie or whatever it was where the world ended and then just adopted that fear as a child. And even today now, um, I hear certain people talking about new findings and it's it can be good news or bad news but the reality of climate change to me is very triggering so I couldn't be on TikTok every single day because a lot of my for you page or whatever had to do with climate change and the way I think about it is that I'm sitting here today like on June 23rd climate change will not be solved by the end of today will not be cha- will not be solved by June 24th and it will not um end the world by the end of the day and if it does you know again I don't really have control over that but either way today I will not be making any changes to the reality of climate change so with that being said I put this down and I'm not going to worry about it I'm not going to feel guilty or fearful about it um 
on certain days, I pick that back up and I'm like, okay, today's the time to work on this. Today's the time to be active about this. But I cannot do it every day because that is one thing that really drains me. So I pop, I pop the triggers. I replenish myself. I let the world turn without me having to have my foot in it, you know. Um, I hope that that was a helpful explanation. But <laughs> anyways, replenish yourself. Allow the world to turn without you having to be so active in it. It's okay. There's actually... Um, the idea of fear of missing out, the FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, so we engage in things like people invite us somewhere and we go just because we have the fear of missing out whatever they're going to be doing. And then at least in my experience, I'll go and know that I would have had a better time if I stayed home than going out with these people. Not that I don't like these people. It's just, this isn't particularly what I would like to be doing with my time. I would even I would even love to do something different with these people. It's not the people, it's the thing that I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> but I went because I was afraid of missing out or I was afraid of coming off as the wrong person or I was definitely like acting out of people-pleasing ideas. Um, but it, obtaining this ability to replenish myself and again, let the world turn without having to be an active participant participant for one day and that's my rule is just like just for today I will not feel fear just for today I will not think about the climate crisis <laughs> just for today I will not be triggered by my anger um but tomorrow I can be angry tomorrow I can I can have an entire panic spiral about the climate crisis but today I'm freeing myself of this I'm I'm accepting my innocence in this role because again my innocence means that I cannot change the climate crisis just myself, okay? Like, that is an ultimate truth. Um, sitting in my home just myself, I cannot do anything um, so extreme that it would change the entire, it would, like, reverse the entire crisis. So, with that truth being said, today I will let the world turn and I will replenish myself, I will release my triggers, and I will accept my innocence. Um... That last sentence could be a really good affirmation for some people. If you're willing, feel free to write it down or anything. But, um, yeah, anyways, I think that's all I have for you guys today. Um, innocence is really important. I am really glad that we had this episode today. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you tomorrow.